So with great help from heaven, we're hoping always each time that we're sitting to learn Torah to achieve higher levels and to increase our knowledge. So for that, a person must always prepare himself with prayer. Please, Hashem, allow me to learn, assist me, give me the mind tools to perceive and receive your wisdom, your knowledge. Those are not simple things. Help me to understand what you want me to do with the knowledge. Let me figure out what is your real will, what is your intention while teaching me this knowledge, that I will come to the right conclusions, that I will achieve the wisdom that is prepared for me, for my path, my individual, unique, and special path for me to grow and for me to be able to influence other people and to assist them in their journey as well. And after we prepare ourselves with prayer, we can just tune ourselves and try to figure out the wisdom of Hashem, what really Hashem wants us to know. A person is trying to find the wisdom. He wants to know the truth. His heart desires knowledge. But darkness is surrounding him from all directions. And even if he is learning Torah and praying and increasing the amounts of light each day, the darkness is surrounding him and being increased equally as well. According to his spiritual growth and his holy achievements, because Kol Hagadol Gadol Mimeno, as greater as you became, your evil inclination got greater as well. As if you had a battle with one person and you won, and after you won, his elder brother came to revenge his death. Now, because you won your opponent, you reached a higher level. In that level, the elder brother, the stronger one, is able to attack you now. And then let's say you fought with him and you won again. Now, his teacher will come to fight with you. You're going to find yourself fighting with masters. You're going to find yourself fighting with the roots of darkness. You might find yourself struggling sadnesses and depressions and suicidal thoughts and negative thoughts in situations that were never brighter. Like, what's going on? Like, how in the world I'm, I'm falling to those depths? Like, how am I crashing so low? Like, two minutes ago, I was so good. Like, things were so well. Like, suddenly... already been shredded to, to billions of pieces like where am i in the world you have been attacked now in higher levels in higher levels you've been attacked because you just have conquered very holy destinies 
you achieved very supreme and holy levels of purity and honesty. You achieved closeness to Hashem, to the maker of the universe in ways that cannot be described in words. So also attacks that are overwhelming, that leaves you without words, will find you. Now the strong who has experience in those battles, he already knows that nothing can kill him. That no matter what he will go through, if he will stay strong with Hashem, the war was never on him. The war was just of the dark side forces against the forces of light. And when I joined myself and teamed myself up with the light, I became a target for their arrows. But their arrows are just showing and hinting me on their mistakes, on the fact that they are wrong. And even if I will walk in the valley of shadows of death, I won't see no bad around me because you are there with me. And I will keep on marching to Zion. And I will make another step. And I will just breathe. And I will just try to hold on. And I will never stop. And I will hold myself to read one verse. And I will say one blessing. And I will just struggle to keep on carving my way towards Kedusha, holiness, purity, with good intentions, with the right motives, and I'm going to check myself. Am I, is my heart pure? Is my intention good? Am I righteous? Am I trying? And am I doing the best that I can? And if I will find my motives to be super pure and true, I can know and assure for that that Hashem will be there with me. Because Hashem is with the righteous ones, the ones that the heart is pure. And there is no way for the person to know if to go to the right or to the left. A person can never know what is hiding behind that wall. No one can ever predict what's going to be behind that door. You can never prepare yourself for the future. The future is unknown. And even when Yaakov Avinu, our Holy Father Yaakov, when he wanted to reveal because he enjoyed the Divine Spirit and he felt like the Divine Spirit will never leave him. And he wanted to tell his children, means the tribes of Israel, what's going to happen to them in the end of time? Who's going to be the Messiah? When he will come? What's going to happen? Don't worry. He wanted to give us the full description of the future. Hashem took the Divine Spirit from him and he was left with no words. And one moment earlier, he knew it all and he was ready to put it down and to hand it over to the next generation for them to know. But Hashem did not want Yaakov to give that knowledge. And even though that he held it in his hand and it was in his mouth, he was ready to speak it out. Hashem took the divine spirit from him and he was left with no words. He was no vessel to deliver that knowledge to the next generation because Hashem did not want him to do so. Why? Because we were meant to walk in dark. 
we were meant to fulfill our mission and to accomplish our goal and to walk in the sea in dry land, to walk in the desert for 40 years in circles for the purpose to inherit the Holy Land, to fight the seven nations that were conquering, holding and trapping the Holy Land of Israel, even though that it was already been given to the tribes of Israel as an oath that Hashem, the maker of the universe, made with Abraham and Yitzchak and Yaakov to give and inherit the land to the children. The seven nations held the land and were occupying it and were not given out the land without a battle. We had to fight with them and to conquer the land with blood. And until today, even though that we saw with our eyes that Hashem opened the gates for the people of Israel, that the whole nations of millions of people who suffered tremendous decrees, horrible pain that is exaggerated in any sense of the word, is horrible, overwhelming, with, with like pain with no end we experienced in the exiles. Still, we kept our ancestors' tradition and we held the customs of our teachers and we have not let them go and we have not let them down and we took all our wisdom and came back to the Holy Land of Israel after over 2,000 years. A thing that never happened to any other nation. There was no nation that spread among the nations and came back to their homeland. The British are not in their homeland. The Americans are not in their homeland. The French are not in their homeland. The Russians are not in their homeland. No one of the nations are in their homelands. The majority of the nations does not even know to which true branch they belong from the generations of the children of Noah and, and that inherit the land. They, they themselves does not know which parts of the world belongs to them and which are not. And they're just holding to their possessions as if it's theirs, but not righteously. But we, after over 2,000 years, made our way back from four wings of the universe. People came from Yemen. People came from West Africa. People came from East Africa. People came from Russia, from East Europe, from West Europe. People came from the U.S. People came from the whole world back to the Holy Land of Israel, all holding the same Torah, the same customs, the differences of of small tiny changes in the nusach of prayer, in the way that we pray, instead of saying this word, we're going to say another. This is one religion with one heart, with one custom, with one intention, with one idea, with one mindset, with one faith, with one God, with one knowledge, with, with one family. We're all branches of one great trunk one great tree of life that is us. And as that nation, we came back to our homeland and then 
the enemy rises his neck again, the snake is rising again, and looking at us and trying to attack us again over and over with his false ideas. We belong, we own that land, it's our land, you stolen the land. You okay, where you want us to go back to? What do you mean? Like where go back to Poland? Oh, yeah. Go back to Russia. Oh, yeah. Go back to Iran, to Iraq, to Morocco. Where do you want us to go back to? Surrounded by over 20 Arab states that all of the Palestinians are immigrants that came, like 20% of them, their name is Masri. They came from Egypt. Other 20% came from Syria. Other 20% came from Saudi Arabia. All of them are Bedouins and immigrants that found themselves in this area, came from Jordan. Half of the Palestinian people who call themselves Palestinians, they live in, in the outer side of Jordan, outer bank of the Jordan River. <laughs> they are families. Now, they will claim that we rejected them. That's a lie. History is showing differently. But they're going to keep with their lies because they're not afraid to lie, because truth is not their principle, and truth is not their motive, and only bloodshed and anger and bad attributes and desire for killing women and innocent children is their passion, and that's who they call warriors of, of honor and fighters of truth and, and the people who died for their holiness is people who murdered little children and shot little girls in their heads. And if some Palestinian is raping a Jewish girl, so he becomes an idol and they all appreciate him for his greatness, that is the lowest level of humanity that exists. Even among animals, those, those beasts would be rejected. So we are facing more faces of darkness and we will keep on facing them with great courage and will never back off because we already stirred, looked into the eyes of the devil million times in the past when it was in the face of Amalek and when it was in the face of Pharaoh and when it was in the face of all the enemies that tried to attack us, like Tronsrufus and all the generals that tried to attack us, like the Assyrian king and Nebuchadnezzar and Achashverosh and Amman Arasha. In each generation, they want to consume us. They want to kill us. They want to take what belongs to us. But the maker of the universe is very strongly holding with us. And they're going to blame us for all their imaginations and for all their lost and false claims. You murdered Jesus and you erased this and you violated that and you've been punished and you've been rejected. All those are false claims. We're people of truth and we're holding close to the truth. And nothing will ever reject us because our heart is made out of that truth. And any person, any individual should set his mind to have that strong and stable intention while serving the maker of the universe, never to let no one reject you from the truth. If you know that something is real, you need to attach yourself to it. The world is like the waves of the ocean. It will hit you from all directions and it will never stop. 
But if you want to reach that island, that safe shore, you need to keep on swimming. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. That's how you're going to get there. Just keep swimming. Just keep marching. Just make another step and another step. And even if you cannot see the road, even if you cannot see the path, you are walking straight and you're achieving your goals. While you're walking straight, you're achieving your goals and you need to rise and you need to affect other people around you to enjoy that wisdom as well. And if you find that words of Torah are not inspiring you, and if you find yourself not motivated, you need to ask yourself, why am I not tuned? Why am I not connected? Why my mind is distracted that I'm now not able to hear? Why I cannot comprehend? Why I am not rising? Why I am not being inspired? Why I am not rising? And then to pray to Hashem, please Hashem, help me. Guide me in your path of truth. Help me to remember that you are my candle, that you're my light, that you're my shine, that you are the road under my legs, under my feet, that you're my future, that you're my destiny, that you're my goal, that you're my heart, that you're the life in my soul, that you're the air that I'm breathing. Please, Hashem, connect me to you. Simple words of prayer will connect you to the highest levels of them all. And we're talking about the individual prayer. The simple words that you express when you talk honestly from your heart. Please, Hashem, guide me in your path of truth. I want to know the truth. I want to feel your closeness. I want to be close to you. I want to be one with you. I want to be united with you. I want to reunite with you. I want to attach myself to you. Please, Hashem, shine your light upon me and upon all my people. Save my people from their traps, from their prisons. Please, Hashem, save the world. Please, Hashem, bring complete redemption with no end, with no end, with no end. And if we will not stop fighting till the end, we will achieve the goal. We will bring the complete redemption. And the change and the shift that this world will experience will be beyond words. We will be set free from all the limitations, from all constrictions, from all powers of darkness. There will be no more sorrow, no more darkness, no more pain, no more sadness, no more death. Death will be gone. Death will be gone. There will be no more death. There will be only holiness and purity. Great illumination that is expanding and healing all the hearts, stabilizing all the minds, building all the bodies, reviving the dead out from their graves, giving lives to all the bodies who ever lived to stand in trial. And the maker of the universe is going to judge each and every person who ever was born to this world, judged according according to his true actions and nothing will be hidden anymore every piece of truth will be exposed the truth will be exposed and people will be judged by the eye of truth and justice and only truth will shine and only the truth will be revealed and people will enjoy the great prosperity of the good outcomes of their great actions 
and only goodness will shine. And the world will come back to its order and to its great good nature like it was in the Garden of Eden in the ancient days. And all the souls will show their true colors, their true nature. Everyone will join and team up to be one force, worshipping and admitting Hashem's kingship and His great light. And everyone united under the wings of the Shekhinah. That will be the truth. That will be the answer. That is what that is coming, that is about to come, that is arriving. And it's amazing. And it's the most beautiful thing in the world. And it's taking place as we speak. While we talk, amazing things are happening and great things are happening in the world. And people are changing and people are coming back to the truth and people are atoning for their sins and people are doing tshuva and people are giving charity and people are supporting amazing in amazing ways. And people are rising from the depths of their own sorrow and their bitterness and their pain. And people are waking up to do tshuva. And if you believe that there are connections, hidden connections between souls, you need to believe in yourself. And you need to go and affect your positive light and to be that truthful person that you are and to affect that godliness and that beauty around you to the world for the world to be inspired by you. And it doesn't have to be revealed in clear ways. Some of those ways are hidden and mysterious. It can be that you're going to stand in some challenges in your own personal life and no one will ever know about it. But all the souls of all the people who are connected to you in spirit, in feelings, in emotions, in any kind of emotional thread will be affected in a positive way from your success. If you were brave to confront your fears by that, you are affecting courage on other people for them to attach themselves to their inner power, for them to stand against their enemies and to be courageous and to be powerful and to be strong. And if you were honest and you were able to admit your mistakes and your lackings and to confess your, your sins and to do something good about it and to try to connect by that, you are strengthening others. You are channeling light to other people's souls and you are filling their batteries and you're charging them as well for them to become powerful and stronger than you can imagine and than they could have even dream of. You're going to make them so powerful and strong just by being yourself. Because in an undercover way, behind the scene, there are spiritual cables who are connecting us to other souls. And all the souls of the children of Israel are one unit. And even if you think to yourself, but I'm a Gentile, but I don't know if I'm Jewish or not. The fact that you don't know does not mean that you are not. It might be that your great-grandparents were Jewish and you are Jewish until today without knowing it at all. It might be that you're from the tribe of Asher or Naphtali or Issachar or Zvulun, of God, of Binyamin, and you don't have a clue from Ephraim, from, from Menashe, from the children of Moshe. Bene Moshe, do you know that you might be from the children of Moshe Rabbeinu? You know that the wife of Moshe, Tzipporah, came back to the camp of Jethro in the desert of Sinai with their children 
and they were left out of the Holy Land. Moshe passed away in the desert in front of Mount Nebo, in the valley, in front of the Holy Land of Israel, in the Jordan Valley. And there he was buried and his family stayed outside. All Moshe Rabbeinu's family stayed outside. And after a while, they went back in and they went to the Galilee Sea. And there is a great tradition by the Druze people that they are from the family of Jethro. And you might be from the family of Jethro. You might be from the family of Moshe Rabenu. You might be a great, great grandchild of Moshe Rabenu himself. And you don't even hold yourself as Jewish because your parents are Muslims or something like that. Or Druze. And you are Jewish and you have a Jewish mother that is not aware to her Judaism. You're a Levi. And you don't know and you don't have a clue. The verse is saying, Am bagoim lo This is one of the greatest secrets I ever revealed in my life. And I said it few times. Am levadad yishkon, a nation that will stay alone, that will always be alone. Ubagoim lo and will not mix will not consider the nations. He will not be part of the nations. He will live on his own way. What does it mean? Spiritually, we know we have halakha. We need to keep our Jewish halakha and to follow that and not to follow the non-Jewish people's faith. We do not follow Jesus. We do not follow Muhammad. We do not follow the Hindu faiths. We don't follow any other foreign nation's faith. We're following our own faith. But that is the spiritual interpretation of that verse. What about a physical one? Am They will live alone. Now for an example, you have a group, you have a family in China that they will bring you evidence that they are children of the tribe of Menashe and they have evidence for that. They are still keeping some Jewish tradition from the days of Menashe. They have books with names, with history. They have ancestors that from the Bnei Menashe. They are the Bnei Menashe and they are legit Bnei Menashe. I'm asking you, how did that group of 20 people, of 50 people, that small tiny village on the peaks of the mountains of China, somewhere in East China, how did they found themselves on that peak? How did they found themselves on that peak? Don't they have family around them? They do. Just that their family around them lost their faith 800 years ago, 1500 years ago, and they became regular Chinese. But they became regular Chinese. Really, they're also from the children of Menashe. And the children of Venashe might have 100 million people over there in China. And you don't have a clue, and they don't have a clue. And they are marrying with each other. They don't even remember that they are Bene Menashe. They think that they are Chinese, so they're marrying Chinese. But the truth is that the tribe of Menashe is marrying the tribe of Menashe for over 3,000 years in China. 
and you have 100 million people over there that consider Chinese, but they're B'nai Israel. And you have the same population in Afghanistan and the same population in Russia and the same population in other Arab countries around the world and in Africa, in Ethiopia. Tribes on tribes on tribes that went and multiplied and forgot their Jewish connection, that forgot their inherit, they forgot their tradition. But the maker of the universe is making sure that they will stick to each other and they will never mix marriage with other nations. And the maximum that might happen to them is that they will marry another person from a different tribe of Israel without even knowing that he is Israeli. And no one knows of their connection to the tribes of Israel, but the maker, he knows. Because he can track down the history and he remembers all the generations and he saw all the steps and he lives forever and he's eternal and he's above this world and he sees this world above nature and without the limitations of time and place. And the maker of the universe, when he will whistle, when he will call, when he will blow the shofar and going to call us from four wings of the universe, you're going to see billion people marching to Zion. You're going to see billion people and more walking hand in hand, singing, praising, thanking. All the people in the world that loves the Torah, that loves the people of Israel, all the people that loves the Holy Land, that cherish the Old Testament, that cares for Judaism, they have a Jewish or Israeli soul inside of them, or else they wouldn't like us. Like the nations that surrounds us that does not like us. They are not liking us because they are not like us. But the one who are liking us they are like us. So you should believe in yourself. If you found yourself that you're Jewish, oh man, you should be so happy. Even if you make only $1,000 a week, poor guy. You need to be so thankful. Thank you, Hashem, I'm not a slave. Thank you, Hashem, I'm Jewish. Thank you, Hashem, I have a connection to you. Thank you, Hashem, you wanted me to be close to you. You shine your face upon me. You're teaching me your wisdom. Your wisdom is more precious than gold, more precious than diamonds. To believe in you is greater than gold and any physical wealth. Thank you for housing in this way and housing in that way. Thank you, Hashem, for this. Thank you, Hashem, for that. Thank you, Hashem, for me to be able to breathe. Thank you, Hashem, for having a computer. Thank you, Hashem, for having a phone. Thank you, I ate lunch today. Thank you, Hashem, I have a family. I have some one person I can call to. Hashem, thank you, I can call you, and it's a free call. Thank you, Hashem, I'm penniless, and I can talk to you for hours for free. Thank you, Hashem, for this. Thank you, Hashem, for that. Sorry, Hashem, on this. Sorry, Hashem, on that. And on and on and on.
we are the ones who are carrying the flame in our generation. If you're not going to go and flame the world with that light, you messed up your job and your role, your role in bringing the redemption. If you forget what your purpose is, and your purpose is definitely to shine to other people, if you forget that, so you're lost in the dark as well. But if you remember, it means that you hold the torch. If you hold the torch, you know what it represents and what is its purpose. Because it's a torch. It meant to illuminate. It meant to shine. So if you are also meant to shine, so you are one of the of, of the, the roads openers. You are one of those ones to open the gates to the holy temple. Because my house will be called the house of prayer to all nations. Everyone are welcome. Every honest person. Everyone that does not want to throw Molotov bottles. Everyone that doesn't want to stab Jewish people. Everyone who is just normal and wants to pray. More than welcome to come and climb and pray. But if you want to stab Jewish people because they're Jewish, come on. How you want to finish your day without a bullet between your eyes? You decided to, to, to go and, and to be one of those Amalekites. That's who you join. Okay, so your end will be with them, with Aseret ben Aman, with the 10 children of Aman that were hanged on a tree. No problem if that's your goal, if that's your desire. Oh, yeah, I want to be with Pharaoh. Okay, drown in the in the Red Sea. I want to be with Haman. Okay, no problem. So be hanged on a tree. I want to be with Korach. I want to contradict on the righteous people. I want to fight with the righteous ones. No problem. Go be buried underground in eternal flame for 2,000 years. No one going to stop you. No problem. What's your name? Yaron Ruven. No problem. No problem. Stupid people. Stupid people who are digging their own graves while they're alive. Stupid poor people. I'm telling you, only out of mercy. Only out of mercy. To fight with honest people, with righteous people, with people that are pure in their hearts, to fight with them? Are you crazy? Are you crazy to put yourself in that position? What's the problem? Korach thought he was right. Now he's admitting he was wrong. Some of us cannot learn before we're being punished. Let's hope for all the wrong ones to learn before they will be punished. What can I say? What can I say except you're welcome? You're welcome. You're welcome. Really. And thank you. Now, thank God, Sunday, we're answering questions of honest, sincere followers of ours. Please. What can I say except you're welcome? 
yeah guys we're going through hell what can we do going through hell but we're fighting and keep on battling and keep on marching and climbing the highest mountains and swimming the oceans back and forth and doing great things and not being afraid of no obstacles and breaking rocks with our teeth what what do you want us to do that's what we do dear sister that's what we do all day long we're breaking rocks with our teeth all day long that's what we do that's what we do that's what we meant to do adam la the person was born for labor we are hard working people we are working hard some of us are working in cement some of us are working in mud some of us our hands are are shoved into the waste and we're working there and some of us having all of that and more spiritual waste spiritual crap they're dealing with emotional crap all day long battling mixed emotions and sadnesses and depressions and and people with bad attitudes with negative approaches and you need to help them to to straight up their mind and their brains that's you're a surgeon a brain surgeon oh What's his job all day long? He needs to see open heads. Like he needs to see brains, blood cells, veins, bleeding people. Almost like that's, oh, he is a brain surgeon. Oh man, what do you, like he is in the worst place of them all. Like he has the worst job ever, 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 ever. What, what is his occupation? Like every day he needs to, to to carve skulls he needs to open heads he needs to 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 cut into the brains of people like it's it's the worst thing in the world he is a brain surgeon he's a genius he's a poor person his hands are full of blood how many people died on his table while he tried to save their lives how many losses He's a righteous man. He's saving people's life. He's an inspirational talker. He gives advice to people. How many people died in his hands? How many people did not take his advice? How many people rejected his advice? How many people decided to make a U-turn and to go back to hell instead of sticking and connecting to him and to keep on pushing that poor wagon of Hashem with the holy tablets, with the broken tablets and the complete tablets, the Ark of Hashem. We are the Levites carrying the ark. We're carrying the ark and the ark is carrying us. How are we surviving? How in the world is a Muna project survives? Can you tell me how it survives? Probably with the $18 monthly donation of you. No, it's a wonder of Hashem. It's only a miracle. Last week, we were lack of $1,000 for all the payrolls of all the people who are working. We were lack of $1,000. And after one hour, we got $1,000 donation. The exact amount. You need 1,000, 
you got 1,000. You need 50,000, you're going to get 50,000. What do you need? You need a ride, you're going to get a ride. You need an apartment, you're going to get an apartment. You need to live in Eretz Israel, you're going to live in Eretz Israel. You need to live abroad, you're going to live abroad. You need to get married, you're going to get married. You don't need to get married, you're not going to get married. You need to have children, you're going to find yourself with children. You're going to have children. You need to work on your happiness, you're going to work on your happiness. When Hashem speaks, the creation moves to where He spoke. Whatever He wants to happen, happens. If He wants you to be kicked out of your apartment, you're going to be kicked out of your apartment even if you're going to tie yourself with chains to the, to the walls. If Yaakov would refuse to go to Egypt, he would be dragged in metal chains. That's what the Midrash is saying. Yaakov had a decree, you and your children are going to go to Egypt. He could not refuse that decree. If he would say no, they would drag him in chains. Hashem said, Yaakov will be in Egypt. You know what's going to happen? Yaakov will be in Egypt. That's it. Hashem said, you're going to live in Yerushalayim? You're going to live in Yerushalayim. Hashem said in house A, you're going to live in house A. Hashem said in house B, you're going to live in house B. But you're going to try to do something else. You're going to fight. You're going to struggle. You're going to argue. You're going to be scared. You're going to be afraid. You're going to justify your fears. You're going to find more and more answers and reason why not to and why yes to. Hashem will show you the path. Don't worry. There is a destiny you cannot run away from. Hashem wants you for a certain purpose. That's your purpose. There is a mission for you. You're going to complete it. You're going to accomplish it. If there are souls that depends on your wealth, you're going to be wealthy. If poverty will bring you to humility, you will become humble through that process of being poor. If you have sparks in this country or in another, you will find yourself in those places. How did it happen to me? I forgot to go down on the right station. Now I need to walk for one hour and a half. Habibi, you need to walk for one hour and a half. And if Hashem would tell you, I need you to walk for one hour and a half, you wouldn't walk. So he rather to make you fall asleep or to be distracted with your silly mobile. And you're going to find yourself walking for one hour and a half now. The maker of the universe, he is the one that is creating the world. For that, he's being called the creator. He is the creator of the world. He is creating the creation. And the creation is being created by him momentarily. That he is bringing down the evenings and he is rising the sun in the mornings and he is opening the curtains of the sky and reveals the sun and hides the sun and shown the moon and take the moon and bring the stars and doing whatever he wants and people gonna talk and gonna make up theories and you don't know numbers and 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 methods and science and you can count on this and you can count on that there is only one truth and 
it is that the maker of the universe created the world and chose his people and inherited them, the Holy Land of Israel, and he is proud of them, and they're going to bring the redemption. And when the redemption will take place, they're going to be a great trial to all, resurrection of all dead, everyone will stand up from their graves, will be judged for all their actions, the thoughts will be judged, there will be no thought to be hidden and go lost, everything will rise and exposed, and all the thoughts and all the intentions and all the plans and all the whispers and the negative quiet conversations behind the curtains will be broadcast out loud to the surface and no one will be able to hide from judgment day and all evil will be crushed and punished for good and won't have no leftovers from it at all and goodness will rise and will enjoy eternal prosperity forever. And that's it. Now you want to join it? Welcome. You want to fight with it? Bye. No problem. It's your destiny. You're going to be those coals in the bottom of earth to warm the great weather that we're going to enjoy from in, in the day of redemption. You want to be wood for the fire. Be wood for the fire. You want to be part of the blooming flowers and fruitful fruits. You can you can reveal your good good smells, your good great qualities, and be and be part with good. But you are the greatest liar of them all. They're writing to me on TikTok. You are the greatest liar of them all. All your words are lies. Why? What are they saying? Muhammad is written in your book and you're not telling that secret. How in the world Muhammad can be written in our book? Ribbono shel olam. Muhammad was born 1,500 or almost 2,000 years after we already wrapped that book and printed it in 1 billion copies. How in the world you want to say that Muhammad is written in the books? Ribbono shel olam. Oh, he's against Muslims. You can talk. I'm not afraid of your nonsense. You are anti-Christ. Okay, I heard that too. I couldn't care less about that too. What can I say? Except you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I don't care about your nonsense. Sorry. We have work to do and we're busy. Thank you for joining us. You're more than welcome to join us tomorrow. 5 p.m., 4 p.m., one day I'm going to remember. 4 p.m., 4 p.m. tomorrow, 4 p.m. Tuesday, 4 p.m. Wednesday. That's it, working for you guys. Thank you for your $18 monthly donation. I appreciate it greatly from the bottom of my heart. May Hashem bless you million times much more. That The blessing will never end, will never stop. We're appreciating any kind of support. Your love is more appreciated than gold. Your friendship and your support is the biggest blessing of them all. 
but we are here to expose the truth and to fight against evil and we cannot die it's not part of our system we're not giving up we're not backing off and we're not dying we're here to stay thank you where is doris doris yes yes my rob drew my sweetheart my angel <laughs> I'm here and I'm with you 10,000%. Now, I put a question in the chat before about, about those women in the U.S. that are in tremendous distress. And my question was, has anybody reached out to Yiddishkeit agencies in their area? Yes uh, and, and no. Yes, yes. and no? Yes, million times. No, we were never supported properly by them. Okay. The answer? Yes, but we gave up. So we decided to try. No, no, to no, no, no. no, 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 give no, up. no, no. You, you tell have your... Hillary to send me these women's names and where they live. And uh, yes, we, we will get them some additional help. I, I promise. So, dear Doris, thank you so much. But the main reason why I brought you on the air right now is yes. that you're going to be the witness that I'm going to sing this wonderful song. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> yeah. Right, Doris? Yeah. Uh, I hope you're right, Rob Drew, because there are a few people right now that I hope are singing along with you. Doris, I do. I do. Listen to me, dear Doris. You were in that school where fame was recorded. So yes, you're going to be the one to back me up while I'm singing. Amen. We're going to live forever. Amen. We're the sky, the stars, the highest levels of them all. Hashem will support us. Hashem will bring us to the highest success of them all. Us and all of our beloved ones with us, all the people of Israel, all the souls who support and care for Israel purposes, the goodness to be revealed, all the ones who cares for us will shine with us and will achieve the highest levels of them all. Got that right? Yes, Amen. Thank you. It's a pleasure hearing you. Thank you for coming and joining and being one with us in your heart and body. And may Hashem send complete healing to you and all your loved ones and great success and all the people of Israel and all the good souls around the world. Amen. 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 And and Azagazunt, everybody. And please, please, please. I saw that a uh, young woman wants to join your Hispidadu uh, class. And thank you, Rob Draw, and thank you, Rebbe Nachman. And yes, always, always. Thank you so Tomorrow. much. Tomorrow. Be well, guys. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. It's tomorrow at three. Sorry about that. Okay. See you. Bye. So Hillary, Hillary, you will yes. send me. I will. I can tell you, I can tell you, I 
I said the exact same thing and I really encourage them, the local organizations and the legal aid. But if you have the ability to, you want, I would be, that would be wonderful. So yeah, you know what I'm I, called, Mamala? Send you I'm called the Hawken in China. Amazing. That's, that's <laughs> me. So okay. I will hawk them in China. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thank Thanks. You. Thank you so much.